Hello everyone and welcome to Sid's Foodcast, the food podcast where me and my guests talk about food, our love for food, and everything in the name of food. This is your host Sid and welcome to the show. For today's episode, we have Yum Cha Sessions where we talk about Malaysian food crawling, Filipino baiting, and lots and lots more. Please do enjoy this episode. And um, how did I know about that? Um, when I, I, I post my own podcast on Instagram, you know, and, and then I would always type in like, oh, hashtag Filipino podcast, hashtag Filipino food, hashtag um, like Southeast Asia and all that. So um, I had a podcast guest who was from Kuala Lumpur. And then she she's now in Singapore. And then with her, with when I followed her, it's just basically, I don't know, algorithm. And then you guys just showed up. And what made me oh, interested, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Instagram algorithm is definitely a thing. <laughs> so you guys are in the mix. <laughs> that means the tagging is doing well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, and then, well, I saw the teacup, you know? Because I was like, oh, I need to interview people like who, like, who know like, the food. And I want to talk about people who, who are not just in the Philippines or in the U.S. I want to talk to like Southeast Asia. So and then I saw the teacup. So and, and your, your podcast name is um, uh, Yamcha. Yamcha. Yeah, yes, which yes. is. Which is the first thing I thought of is obviously Yamcha from Dragon Ball. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> <laughs> You're the real MVP. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, oh, Yamcha. I mean, <laughs> we have never thought about that. Have you thought about that before? Yamcha from Dragon Ball? <laughs> oh, bro, okay. So Yamcha, Yamcha Sessions is our podcast and actually... It's funny because we started the podcast wanting to do this podcast in different cafes. Uh, so oh, it yeah. stems from Anthony saying yam cha, which is drink tea. Drink tea. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Now I have a different thing. Because yeah. I saw it's tea. Cha is tea. But you yeah. said yam cha. So I, you know tea, the expression like, oh, this is like hot gossip. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the tea. <laughs> So I thought it was like yum tea, like yummy gossip. Oh, like oh, I thought like oh, they guys like you know spilling the beans, you know, t- telling like well, like. I mean, it's <laughs> you're not wrong. In some yeah, yeah. I mean, it can be if you want it to be. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, <laughs> a yum cha session would mean a, a get together of friends mm-hmm. or people that you know very well, maybe right, of mm-hmm. family, and then what you would do is. They would talk shop over a cup of tea. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So you're not completely wrong. <laughs> and the tea could be tea too, so it's a double is a is a double innuendo. Yeah. If you think about it. Oh. Yeah. Right. So our podcast is uh, it's a bit different. We we basically interview whoever, whenever, whatever. It's totally fine. And when there's no guest, we speak to anybody or ourselves. That's it. I mean when there's no guest, we yeah. speak amongst ourselves about relevant or current topics or basically anything else. Mm-hmm. We even have this uh, question that Saravanan usually asks at the end of the podcast about two yeah, anime girls. You want. <laughs> oh, you're not completely well, wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you later. 
Oh, okay, 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 for sure, man. For so a, sure. Bit of, <laughs> a bit of introduction, as you you know, I'm John already. Yeah. This is Andrew, my brother. Hey, so, what's up, man? What's up? <laughs> Saravalan is uh, we we call him Poige because of the high school thing. So we used to call him Poige in high school. Okay. <clears throat> and then uh, what? Who you don't see right now is Chiao. <laughs> which is who is behind the scenes right now <laughs> oh okay <laughs> oh oh hey what's up man what's up what's up <laughs> okay. the audio guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he's in the videos too oh okay yeah. okay yeah so, so again yeah. Uh, um i'm really really pretty bad with names i i, I have saravet's name on the screen so i definitely <laughs> would know his name but your brother uh you know you guys are andrew. in the this area andrew in the screen, I just see Jonathan's name, but I'll definitely. Don't worry, no. <laughs> it's all good. If you forget, you can ask anytime. <laughs> okay, and yeah, so that's the story, the whole thing, and they're like, "Oh, T, like probably you know, they might want to talk about T." But then when I when when I checked out the the your videos, it's not not necessarily like food in general, but then yeah. um, I that does it's not a prerequisite at all. So, oh. and I just, oh, yeah. I just wanted to talk to anyone. That's the only thing. That's the only requirement because oh, I, yeah. yeah, the only requirement to be in the, my podcast is if you eat food, which is AKA everyone. That's the yes. only requirement. Okay. You love yeah. food. That's a bonus. You know, if you're a chef, whatever it is, I've talked to chefs. I've talked to restaurant owners. I've talked to, um, um, food bloggers. Uh, I talk to pastry chefs and and I talk to just random people. Everyone has a food story, and uh, everyone and with that, with when it comes with food, there's an extension of not just the recipes and the ingredients, but you know about the grandmother's story. You know about the struggles oh. of like of why do most Filipinos eat two cups of rice. <laughs> You know, or three cups of rice. You know, you know, it's like, oh, isn't that really bad? Well, but basically, because they're just poor, and the only thing that you can they afford is rice and a little bit of like sardines or something. So yeah, yeah, like it's it's everything. Like when I yeah, (laughs) I talked about a person. Uh, talk just few, just like uh, yesterday, I talked to a coffee brewer, and. It's not, I didn't really necessarily talk about the intricacies and sensibilities of coffee, but why is it that there's a lot of coffee snobs in third wave culture, third wave coffee, and why are they staring at me that way? <laughs> so, <laughs> these are the stories that I want to know, you know? You know? How? how well, I gotta ask, <laughs> yeah, like, like, if you like, yeah, yeah. the food caps. How did I start it? Um, um hmm. um just basically out of boredom but <laughs> but i wanted i i did a whole different thing with a group of people and we did uh, a lot about um about street culture about the arts and because not not i'm not just a podcaster i also perform spoken word i write poetry that's a whole different side of me. So that's like my focus. But then, you know, um, because of the COVID and then it was, it, there's a, there was a fallout and I decided, oh, what am I going to do next? And I went back to what really made me happy, which is food. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not like a chef or anything, 
but you know i am a poet i am a teacher by profession now that yeah i graduated with an education degree um i teach literature i teach uh i teach english and social studies and and all that and i'm really really interested with stories so i needed to find something like a common denominator and like so that's why i decided food and this is and food stories not really about recipes not really about you know reviews of restaurants but those are welcome but i really want to know the story behind you know the food and and like some sort of gathering and the culture and that's how i kind of like relate to it and that's my only like probably my gateway to understanding people as well you know some sometimes people understand we under we understand through songs through history my way is through food because i love to eat man i travel to eat like if if we didn't have covid i would travel my 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 main reason to travel i would definitely ask what do they have not necessarily the sightseeing that's that's like that's part of it but i want to travel to mexico but because i want to try mole i want to try i want to go to malaysia because of nasi lemak Well, you know, I want to I want to go to um um Turkey because I wanted to try their um uh the shawarmas, their Turkish delights, their Turkish coffee. Those are my reasons why I wanted to travel. <laughs> Not necessarily like you know, the Bruh. obviously, you, you know. <laughs> you and I are the same. I'm just curious the, the the girl you you interviewed from KL, right? Mhm. Mhm. Is she a vlogger as well? She is like a food travel vlogger. I think she was like a radio host back in KL, I think. What? Yeah. Who's it? What's what's the name? Emma? Is she the one that went to Japan? Uh yeah, she went to Japan. Yeah. I yeah, she said like she was a radio host, you know, but now like she was doing something else with something like a tech startup. Hey, what's up, Emma? Emma? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this, Emma, what's up? You know, <laughs> hopefully I get to visit you in Singapore. She gave me an introduction to Malaysian food and and like she gave me a whole different perspective of it. And I guess I really already talked about it. I want to talk to you guys about that too, but also something else, you know. Oh. And um I just want to kick things off with what was your last meal before this podcast you know the last oh, meal that is like 11:30 you know so dinner that's so that's a terrible <laughs> question to ask right now man because <laughs> yeah, who who's going to go first who's going to go first we can go with saravan okay oh i had satay bro great dinner yes i had satay you know you know satay is like chicken satay chicken satay i had chicken satay Mm-hmm. And with the sauce and the rice, the ketupat, that oh, was wow. not my dinner. It's actually my supper is on my table. Yeah. Oh, oh you still gonna be, you still gonna eat some later? Yeah, I'm still gonna eat later. I mean, I, who hates satay? Satay is so good. It's oh, for sure. Know, just, man. That, that is one of uh, the Malays. Um, one of the food I like from Malay people. Satay Definitely. is really good. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, that was my food. All yeah. right, you guys, Andrew. Oh wait, you guys eat the same thing? <laughs> oh, oh no, no, no. Okay, what did you have? Mine is fucking the best thing I had in Johnny's. 
Dude, very classy. Very classy. <laughs> that McDonald's in Malaysia is, is the best fucking McDonald's ever. No, oh, I think Japan. Oh, dude. I think Japan is the best. Okay, so, so they, they obviously localize the menu. Yes. On, mm-hmm. Right? Local flavor, right? So mm-hmm. over here, they have legit just fried chicken. Like Popeye's. <clears throat> yeah, so they have like spicy fried chicken, and that's my go to. Uh, did you eat mom then? Yeah. Oh. 10 out of 10, bro. What do you guys have? What do you have it with rice? Because in the Philippines, we mm-hmm. have also chicken, but we have chicken and rice and gravy. What do you guys have? Is it the same? No. Uh, no. They do have it. Yeah, they like, we, we actually have the naslama on the menu in Oh, uh, okay. Uh, but they also eat fried chicken, which, which uh, is what I see, I just want to point out, right? That I have had McDonald's in the UK, mm-hmm. Italy, Switzerland, <laughs> Malaysia, Singapore, Japan, Korea. Are you listing out the countries you travel in the US? <laughs> However, I can tell you for fucking fact that Japan is the best McDonald's. <laughs> That's bias. Anything with Japan, John loves, la, okay? Malaysia's <laughs> one is so good, la. come on. The service. McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. In Japan, is top notch. Do you have service? Really? I thought you just like kind of press the like the touch screen. That's the thing. Oh, we do have that you now. Think, huh. You would think it's such a such an automated city, mm-hmm. right? In Tokyo, it's it's. I think part and parcel of their culture is also their hospitality. For sure, for sure. So it's definitely what they sell the most. Uh, but maybe if you were to go. For a very local flavor, I I could suppose because my my palate is Malaysian, mm-hmm. it would be on par simply because it has the spicy element, <laughs> and I love spicy food, mm-hmm. so it's on par because of that. But I think overall cleanliness, you know, when you go to McDonald's in the US, it's fucking it's ghetto as shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really like it. But I'm looking forward <laughs> to the McRib. I haven't tried the I have only tried the McRib once. Do you guys have that? The special McRib. Oh no, is it? We don't have that. I'm pretty sure we don't have Well, it's because the McRib is not, like, it's not a staple. Like, it only appears once every year or like once every two or three years. It's like the. We have a a Chinese. Seasonal item. Oh, yeah, like it's like a seasonal item and it's like very highly coveted Uh here, you know, but yeah, that's the one I wanted to try. Uh, for, what did you have, man? Uh, I just had a uh, Chinese fried rice and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. And, Jack, what did you have? That, that that's the only thing that I had, just fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for dinner, for dinner. <laughs> you say like you go to a lot. Were you teaching? What? Were you Were you teaching before this? Just uh, no, 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 no. Uh, when I was living in the Philippines, you know, I had a different life. I was a teacher there. Right now, I have a day job, but I also teach part-time. Because, oh. you know, living in California, though I live in my, you know, my, my parents' house, you know, it's super ridiculously expensive. You know, so Ooh. two job, two jobs, like a prerequisite if you want to survive. <laughs> if you are... If you not, if you don't have like like a degree from the U.S. or something, I don't know. Like, if you're not like in a tech or animation or whatever it is, it's if you're like just doing like everyday office job, I like I, I guess just from my experience, like it's not enough. 
if you're in California. California is really, really expensive, you know, unless like you're like a UX designer or something. <laughs> then you could live. Well. Her name is Stephanie. She also studied in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. and uh, she is she she had an art degree and it took like two years before she could find a job. Fucked up, man. Yeah, it's crazy, here, man. Crazy. She had to learn programming, and now she's working in Texas. <laughs> Well, if yeah, those places they're they're cheaper to live. Obviously, the wage is you know different, but it's more like you can you can survive there. California is like really tough, but uh, well, that's just the reality of it. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Hopefully, people would donate and like give me money. (laughs) 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 That's uh, you know that that will be the dream. Yeah. Patreon? Oh no 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 no! I I, I don't have it yet. I don't have uh. Only fans? Only fans? I, I don't have it. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if times get tough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't I don't I don't have some sort of premium to give. Like, I I if they think like, oh, I'm gonna give a Patreon. What exclusive deal should I give? I don't I don't have anything. <laughs> There's no exclusivity in any of this. Yeah, it's just if you're not. <laughs> Maybe, you yeah, consider, probably. You know, I feel like we should have done this a lot early, earlier for Patreon. <laughs> and we do have we do have a, a few generous viewers oh, who do contribute. Nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they funded I'll, this entire studio. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll think about it. Maybe I could do a Q&A or like an intimate talk or something. <laughs> 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 that's really only fan. Oh yeah, that's, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. <laughs> but so, okay. you, yeah. you try a lot of foods before, right? So among all the foods you have tried and everything, what's that one food that you really feel very attached to or really give you a very good memory? I mean, uh, yeah. It's a lot, so, but obviously I would probably not include Filipino food because there's like there's a lot of memories attached to it. But top of my head, dim sum. Dim sum. Dim sum. Dim sum. For sure. And when I say when I say when I say um dim sum, um there's like because there's there's a lot of Chinese immigrants in the Philippines, you know, and to the point that they have you know you have Chinese American food. There's also like Chinese Filipino yeah. food, and there's also like Chinese Filipino dim sum. That specific kind of dim sum, because we kind of like owned owned it. You know, we have, you know, we have a lot of food, Filipino food that re- definitely came from the Chinese. You know, we have um, shomai, which is shumai. Yes, you know, but we call it shomai. We have shopao. We have pancit. Um, yeah, it sounds. Chinese, all right, yeah. Yeah, and these are all like, <laughs> just, just Chinese, but when I say Chinese Filipino, it's it's a different it's a different take on it. You know, it's a different I, yeah. Yeah. So you know what goes into the show mine? What? Do you know what goes into the show mine? Shrimp because in the mine, mm-hmm. they, they have pork and prawn. Yeah, wrapped yeah. in the you know, yeah. So is it is it any different, or is it pure pork or? Um, if it's Filipino, it's just pork, but if it's like, oh. yeah, but, um, in other like high end places, you know, it's 
prawns, shrimp, and and pork. Yeah, so just the top of my head. But that, you know, thanks for asking me that question because I, I when I talked with Emma, and one thing that's bothering me, I guess, is we guys live, you know, we're in the Southeast Asian region, and mm -hmm. I I been to Bali, I've been to Indonesia and and I've definitely researched a lot of places in Southeast Asia like Thailand, Singapore, Malaysia included, you know, and all, all those other, you know, other countries. I can definitely say that our palate is really is different. And uh, uh and even the food itself is very if you think of Filipino food it's it's really, really more on Spanish than than Malay yeah. at yeah. all. Right. But, right. And um, that I think that in a way makes it super duper unique. But that also differs to our like you know the neighboring regions. You guys, when you think think of Indonesia and other country and other Southeast Asian countries, mm -hmm. you guys have like like have some sort of similar or palate, yeah. similar yeah. dishes and. Like and then the Philippines is just like the odd man out. Like oh, we have I don't know like nasi lemak and um uh, and other dishes, and then we have lechon, menudo, adobo. Which are, these are all Spanish <laughs> words. Yeah, halo halo. But with taro ice cream, which yeah. is the shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they have coconut inside. And they have like peeled coconut. There's yeah. an ice cream example And even satay, you know, we have satay, but it's more on the 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 lower region of the Philippines, which is a Muslim population, which which is definitely near Borneo. Mm -hmm. Which is Borneo is Malaysia, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Borneo, Borneo? Yeah. 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 So they have like in that region, like it's heavily influenced to like the Malay culture and all that one, and we're just like definitely just odd. <laughs> we're different, you know. And again, like it makes it really interesting. But one thing is for sure: when I think of Southeast Asia, I definitely if I could live in any other place, you know, if I could pick, um, don't say Singapore. I would. Please. No, no, no. When I when no, I think of, when I think of <laughs> Singapore, when I think of Vietnam, when I think of you know Indonesia, the Philippines, I would Thailand. again like Thailand and you know again no joke. I would say Kuala Lumpur, and I've never been to Kuala Lumpur, and I'm not just saying it because of you guys. You can you can revisit my other podcast. I mentioned this. <laughs> No, no, no one bribed me or anything. I've never <laughs> been to the place. I've seen pictures of it. I've, I've known people who've been to Kuala Lumpur. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm so attracted to it, to the city that I've never been. And it's just weird, you know? It's just weird. I Dude, wait, hold up, hold up. Have you been to Tokyo? No, I haven't. Well, I haven't been to Tokyo. I haven't been to Tokyo. But I definitely Maybe. want to be in Tokyo, you know. And I think what Andrew said is completely true. I think Kuala Lumpur probably has the best food, but it's difficult because 
you know how you mentioned uh, the grandmother stories and mm-hmm. the culture, the deep-rooted culture, it's the unsung heroes behind the hawker stalls mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. I think if you ask me personally, I would say Kuala Lumpur definitely has those. They are the Michelin stars of the city and of the, of the country. You ask me. Mm-hmm. But it's just not recognized because it's not very glamorous, right? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I agree to some aspect, but when we think of Southeast Asia in general, I don't think anyone like outside Southeast Asia would recognize it in, you know, as a whole. Like if you think of, when you think white people would say, oh, Malaysia, they'd probably name one or two dishes. When you think of of the Philippines, they can only name one or two well, places. So I think that's like a general sentiment to all of Southeast Asia. Maybe maybe not not in like Thailand. Like even Thailand, I was I asked like people, oh oh you know do you, what, what what Thai food do you guys do you guys know? Oh, green curry, red curry. Like so you're just gonna name wow. colors of the curry. Oh, <laughs> 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 they're wrong. <laughs> Thai pao, Thai pad Thai. Yeah, like like they were like pad Thai. Like that's it. Like that, that's the only thing that they know. Or like uh, mango sticky rice. <laughs> that's nice though. Yeah. But other than that, you know, other than that, I think nothing, no one would definitely know about, like, the culture and the food if if they're not a foodie, you know, if not, like, they're, they're foodie, like, you know. But I can't, yeah, even if people would say, like, Philippines, it's, we're heavily, we have a lot of relationships with the West, you know, because we were colonized by the Spaniards, by the by the U.S., you know, a lot of people just really fucked us over for 300 plus years, you know, and we were raped by we were colonized by the Portuguese, the Dutch, the British, the Japanese, Japanese, Chinese got up, no Chinese. I mean, I'm here right now. Yeah, right. Malaysia is unique though because if you go like if you're in Kuala Lumpur, I think it's very multicultural. But if you go towards the south, like in Malaysia, I don't know if Malaysia. Have you heard of Malaysia? Yeah, yeah, I heard it because of my (laughs) the podcast that I have. They they have very Portuguese hit, uh, Portuguese influences there. But if you go north. It's very weird because Chinese. the border. Yeah, the, uh, it, no, it's actually high. And maybe, high. and maybe that's the yeah. thing why I really kind of resonate to it. It's like, it's, when you think of US, you know, we have Hispanics, Blacks, Whites, Asians, but we think of Malaysia and maybe including Singapore. It's also kind of like that, but we have the Malays, Chinese, Indians, yeah. and you know, it's-, it's Baba it's, Nyonya, all these it's, random. It's, yeah, it's just, just like that. And maybe that's 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 really interesting for me because when you think of Filipinos, it's just we have Filipinos and then mestizos, which is just like Spanish Filipino, and then oh. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, uh, Spanish Filipinos, which is because yeah, obviously these are not the rich, not rich Spaniards who decided to live in the Philippines, and they just oh. you know yeah married a Filipino. And and then we have Spanish Chinese. Oh, sorry, Spanish Chinese is mestizo, and then Spanish Filipino is 
I forgot the term. And that's it. And we all kind of look like, you know, and then you got this. And this is this is Spanish Filipino Chinese look. <laughs> I oh, see. <laughs> huh? Are you mixed Chinese as well? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You have a Chinese yeah. name? Uh yeah, <laughs> I actually have, but you know, it's it's Ma Tsili, which uh I don't know why. My, the Chinese teacher just gave it to me. <laughs> I wrote <laughs> I wrote Chinese and all that. But it's like because of this decades of colonization, trading and etc., you have that. But Malaysia is I just think it's different because you can still see the differences oh, and the meshes yeah. of culture. When you think of Filipino, it's just it's the whole it's the same. There, are, there is Chinese communities, you know. There is yeah. uh, there's like span the Spanish communities, but it's not really a community, you know. Because when you think of Spanish descent, they're they're the rich people in the Philippines, like they're the the tycoons. They're the like whenever you think of like a Spanish name of Zobel or something like that, you think of millionaires and etc. You, and when you think of like the Ongs or the the Yaps or the, these Chinese, these are Chinese businessmen or really super rich. You don't get to see Chinese families in like like hawker stalls per se, like you guys like you're doing. You don't see that. You 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 don't get to see like you get to see the entity of it, which is restaurants and et cetera. But you don't get to see like you know p- Chinese. People like in the streets, you know, serving and, and helping and giving up like food. You don't see Spa- Spanish descent people sharing their Spanish cuisine. You don't see that. You just see Filipinos, which is sad. The you think Span- it's sad? I think it because the top tier of society in the Philippines are Spanish and Chinese and like a tiny percent of pure Filipinos. Is there Indians there? There are Indians, but there's like, it's not like, it's recent, more of recent. Oh. Like they would come in like the 80s, 60s, 70s, but the Spanish and the Chinese, they were here like 18th century or something like that, what? like 19th yeah. century. <laughs> but when you say Indians, um, they usually come go to the Philippines because of, it's either businesses it's or Asia. Oh, yeah, medical. Med, med school, like that, that's uh, that's their thing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like it just I I think it's sad, you know. Uh, why is it like the poorest of the poor are usually most of it comprises of Filipinos, and then the rich people are like Spanish descent, Chinese descent, and I don't have. There's still Filipino at the very end of the day, but you would see the effects of colonization. You would see the uh, effects right. of you know the the like centuries ago, the the rich people centuries ago are still the rich people right now, you know, which is cool. That's good for them, not not for us. <laughs> I think a lot of uh, Southeast Asian countries are actually very similar. It's just Malaysia and Singapore are the outliers. And Singapore used to be part of Malaysia, so we kind of have the same cultural background. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Vietnam, and you look at Thailand. And you look at Indonesia. Do, do, do you listen to rap? Yeah. Rap. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you know Brian Emmanuel? Yeah. Um, you know Rich Brian? Yeah. Rich Brian? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, 8-8 rising. Yeah, 8 rising. So, <laughs> Brian Manuel is Chinese, clearly. You can, you can look that oh, yeah. like Brian Manuel looking guys here. Maybe you should emotional. Sure. <laughs> but, it's weird because they changed his name. Yeah. It's Emmanuel, but I'm pretty sure it's a Chinese name behind it. It's, it probably used to be a Lee, a Yap, a Chong, a Tan. Only they do have like a clan name. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, they don't use it. Ah. So they have one. But is it in that name? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Because I know my friend, her name is Punta Rica in Thailand. What day, Rico? Puerto Rico. Punta Rica. Puta Rica. Oh. She's Chinese for sure. But I think a lot of these other Asian countries, they have this implementation of like, Making you one race to avoid racism, yeah, if that makes sense. You know that makes saying? sense because that happened. That happened also in the Philippines. See, yeah, um, we have yeah. like Filipino, like like Filipino names, like uh, like I don't know, Sulaiman or um, what else? Uh, I don't know, like Coloma, uh, Arambulo. Or, no, that that's Spanish. Um, Santiago. Uh, no, that's Spanish. But basically, we have a lot of Filipino names that are really, really um, uh, Malay kind of influenced. But because the Spaniards, they couldn't understand the names, we had, there was like a, um, like a directory, and you have to pick a Spanish name. So they, oh, have yeah, to, yeah. they forced us to change it. And you have to pick a Santos, a Santiago, a Santa Ana. Uh, a Lopez, Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, oh. and it, we had to change it. We had because oh. because of tax purposes. Like, what the heck? What the heck is a Sulaiman? Like, we don't know this name. So, because we need to tax you, we need to kind of give you Spanish names. And that also happened to Chinese and to other immigrants. That's why um, there's a weird um, Chinese. Like, they're Chinese in in a way, but I don't think you would agree. For example, like the Yap, that's Chinese, but some there's mixed names like um kohuanko kohuanko is a chinese name but they made it spanish i, I think it's from ko and then they made it kohuanko oh. yeah um like chu then becomes like chongkiao or something like that and there's like Damn, go becomes a gokongwei maybe because again oh. like yeah we, I, I again i'm just like you know I need to stop the recording because we have less than a minute. We're going to play it one more time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sure. All right. Okay, I'm going to exit it. I'm going to record it again. All right. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Uh... <laughs> because <laughs> it's because if I ever want to picture my life right now, and I'm really crawling my way through this, I don't want to be in the United States. I want to be in Southeast Asia. I want to be traveling to Vietnam, to Singapore, to Malaysia, to the Philippines, and eat for a living, like Mark Weeds. Like Mark Weeds, like Ranger. Yeah, like like those people. And man, it's that is the life, and I have an issue with that too, because of food vloggers or food bloggers. Who are from these countries? Why is it 
that when a white guy eats Jollibee, they have a million views. But and when what? a South Asia guy eats Jollibee, <laughs> you know, this dude from Arkansas would eat Jollibee in the Philippines and doesn't know the sensibilities and how to describe it really well or whatever, whatever it is, gets 2 million views and gets applauded by all the Filipinos out there. And then when a Filipino does it, no one, or like, like people from, I don't know, like from maybe from Malaysia or from Thailand or wherever it is, like, like people like, like us, like from Southeast Asia, no one cares. That's my issue with it. And there's a term already for Filipinos. It's called Filipino baiting. Do you know that concept? No. What does that mean? Filipino baiting is a phenomenon because of our great colonial mentality. You know, we have this colonial anything, anything a white guy says, like oh, like, like Filipinos are like the most amazing. The amazing, um, you know, people in the world, and we like, oh yes, yes, two million <laughs> views, five million views, you know, and then they would say a Filipino word, oh salamat po, oh like, <laughs> <laughs> like so oh much, yeah, it is a phenomenon because anything you type. Fi- trying filipino food for the first time and it's like a random andrew um chad guy from you know from detroit two million views man and then it's just, and it's like filipinos it, everyone like oh you should try our halo halo you should try you should go to manila you should you know and these white people it, like i don't know about being a racist or anything but they know that's the algorithm and they do, they do it uh, on that. purpose. They do it on purpose. They go if if you want a YouTube channel to mm-hmm. to to like to succeed, go to the Philippines and just film random shit, man. Like oh, I went to Boracay, and then oh, Filipino coconut, whatever mango. Like oh, I've never tried this in my life. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then he gets like two million views. But Sid, you know, I feel at the same time as a Southeast Asian, right? If you were to eat white people food, like let's say you go to In and Out, I'm willing to wager all your Asians, all your Asian friends would still go to In and Out because the fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I understand where you're coming from, though. I think it's it's a what's that called? It's the fetishism for Orientalism. Yeah, dude, I just fucking Google Filipino food try. Right. Guess what I fucking see. <laughs> see? see? <laughs> so, <laughs> tell me, what are the views? What are the views? What are the views? How many Let views? me hit you with the news, bro. How many views? What's the views? What the, what's the views? Hold on, it's not even a fucking YouTube video. It's a video. <laughs> It doesn't even need to be on YouTube. I, I, I guarantee you. Probably five million. I guarantee you. Don't not you million. Like on what? What the fuck is happening? Okay. Okay, what was fun though? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I had to. Re- 
like that. Things are slowly opening up. Like if you watch on Netflix, there's David Chang. Mm-hmm. David oh Chang. yeah, David Chang. You know, mm-hmm. there is a yeah, there's David Chang. There is a what's his name? I don't know. There are, there are a few Asian guys now that do are opening up that whole uh, media consumption of food as well, yeah. and they are actually talking about the little things that white people don't. Because what white people like you mentioned do is just try it for the first time, call it a day. I got my my family views on YouTube and that's it, right? But they don't really explore uh, what's what what created it. What's the background? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think David Chang does very well. And on top of that, although he is a white guy, Anthony Bourdain is one of the true examples mm. I've heard sure. of. Right? You, you can tell there's a sense yeah. of genuine... And you really want to understand, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there is a story about Anthony Bourdain about how his favorite memory of food is actually in KL having a tiger beer and Hokkien and wonton mee or Hokkien mee. Tiger beer. Kunlo <laughs> beer. Yeah, in uh in Bataling Street in Kuala Lumpur. So it's it's quite specific the way he says it, and he says wok hay. And see, I'm not sure. Do you know what wok hay is? No, 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 no man. Breath of the. Oh, oh, like the flavor from the wok? Yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. like that. That's it. Yeah. Mm. I know that's what you're talking about. Yeah. It's the smokiness of yes. the... And you can only get that from a wok. Yeah. 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 So when he said, oh, it's got a good wok, hey, dude, that's when you know he's, he knows his shit, bro. Yes. And Go again, um, I don't have a problem with white people eating Asian food and they don't know anything. That's That's fine. My issue is with the Filipinos, that's my issue with <laughs> that. That okay? Like I don't like. That's not their fault. Like, hey, if I'm gonna get views when I, I'm gonna go to the Philippines, then I'm gonna take advantage of it. But my issue is why? Why do we worship it? Like Filipinos out there, man. Like you know, like, like yeah. it's just the colonial mentality, and you know. Mark Ween's Food Ranger best food review show. They're doing their part. They're not the cringy, um, you know, there's oh, yeah. like people from the I West and then they can uh, and they do an, an amazing job. But I want to see also people like us. We can do that. We get we can embrace that one, you know, what they're right. doing. But oh, we are dude. and people are doing it. <laughs> People are doing it right now. I mean, you are doing it, and somehow there's a disconnect with the viewership, and you know, and how we do it. You know, like we could have like probably the quality maybe be different. I'm pretty sure there are other food vloggers out there that are successful, and kudos to them. But why is it like a random Joe can do it too with little to no effort and one million? And why do we have to exert all this editing, all this beautiful, like, like you right. shoot it very well, the effects, and then we get half of it. That's, that's the issue of it, you know. That's, that, there's something wrong with that. Have and, you heard of this, uh, this, this TV series called Hyper Hot Boiled? Have you heard of it before, No, 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 no. It's on Netflix. It's about this Japanese guy 
who goes to different places around the world where it's really fucking intense. And when I say fucking intense, like, dude, it's fucking intense, man. He goes <laughs> to, like, Africa and he finds a prostitute who sleeps with men for two US dollars for one shag. Mm-hmm. One shag, two US dollars. And he asks her, what are you going to do with the two US dollars? And she says, oh, I'm going to buy a meal. He says, oh, can I follow you? <laughs> so she goes to this random, like, fucking underground place, right? And she orders white rice and potato uh, leaves. <laughs> oh, my god! And he asks her, like, hey, can I have a bite? And she's like, sure. And she gives him a bite. <laughs> dude, that is the most hardcore TV show ever. And it proves that actually a Japanese dude or an Asian dude, well, he's not Southeast Asian, mm-hmm. can sort of, like, open the realms of interest. He did go to Russia and ask what a, a homeless communist guy ate, which is fucking weird as well. So yeah, there are but, avenues. But that's the length that he had to go to. He had yeah. to go to... He had to go yeah. to Lebanon. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the same for a white guy. A ah, white guy. Dude, a white guy is happily in Patanik Street, bro. He's having the time of his life. He's going back to his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how do you know? Maybe in Africa, is the, the same. It's like if you go to a, a, a shit place to eat, but you can still stay in a six-star hotel or whatever in Africa. Oh, Maybe let's just... put it this way. Like, the guy I go, he only put less than Maybe I I I'm definitely jealous for sure. I would say it, you know. Uh, how can they just do the like put on camera and they, you know, oh, I eat Jollibee and you get one million views and I do the same thing and like nothing. I have to do far and beyond and and maybe that's just me being jealous of it. And yeah, I have to do like crazy things. Yeah, and then I don't know. I'm definitely I'm, yeah. Why not you eat? Balut. Oh. Yeah, I, I love Balut. I, I, huh? yeah. well, I love Balut. But yeah. these guys here will never try Balut. Really? Came I tried, I tried yeah. once. I'm not, not a big fan. <laughs> have you tried I it? Tried it? Not a big fan. Lah. But but you, have you tried it? Or you yeah, just... I tried once. I tried oh, okay. once. That's why I'm not a big fan of it. Like, oh, okay. And then yeah. that's fine. Uh, as, at least you tried it. At least you yes, like, right. not a, like, you've never tried it. Like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to do it. At least, you know, you tried it once and then you know that's not for you. But um, for me, I, I like balut. I like balut. And again, man, that is the dream, you know? Mark Weens, what he does. And... I think it's consistency as well, though. Mark Weens, I was watching an interview uh, between him and, I think it was Food Ranger. If I'm not, not, not Food Ranger. It's the guy with the bandana on his head. Bandana? What's the guy's name? The bandana. Okay, do you know? Oh, uh, that's um um that's from the, the best best ever yeah, review show. Um, his name is yeah, Sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunny. Yeah. Sunny. Yeah. So Sunny interviewed Mark, and he asked Mark, uh, "What is the secret to your success?" And he was just saying consistency. So I know this is a bit uh personal, but you know when I do my food blogs, right? And my name is Jonathan Ng. So if you search Jonathan Ng on YouTube, the first thing that comes up is this really good-looking white guy. <laughs> and he's a musician he's really good looking though like Let serious so I remember when I started doing YouTube I had like a, I don't know I had like 20 subscribers and this fucker had like 2,000 subscribers like how many subscribers does he have now I don't know he's a musician so my goal was like fuck this Jonathan and I'm gonna fucking do so many videos yeah that's the guy I'm gonna do so many fucking videos no, that's not the guy. That's a violinist. Also named Jonathan. <laughs> oh, 
that's the guy. That's the guy. His name is Eden. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How many subscribers do we have? 650,000. Ah, there you go. 650 fucking thousand subscribers. <laughs> Maybe for his wife. I don't know. And he's good looking. <laughs> Maybe you just have to be good looking. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I fucked it, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this dude. I'm going to post so many fucking videos that it's going to crowd the search. I'm going to take advantage of this motherfucking white guy. And one day people will go over here. What's up? <laughs> so how how's it going? <laughs> Is he still <laughs> <laughs> not great? But I'm still doing it, man. Oh, not great. Right. Con- consistency. I think you gotta find the love in that way. It doesn't feel as if like you're going, going, and going, and you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like you're trying so hard, but you're not going anywhere because you're you're doing it for the numbers. You're not doing it because you like it. Because you yeah. I think you gotta really like yeah. it. That's the most important thing. You know. Yeah. Dude, do you listen to Joe Rogan? Yeah. Not a lot, okay, but so I Joe do. Not a lot. Yeah. I, I actually stopped listening to him for a bit for the past month. But uh, from what I know is when he started doing his podcast, no one listened as well because, I mean, there, there were a few. Mm-hmm. It's just because he was on fucking fear factor, right? Yeah. But he did it because he liked it and he just liked talking to people. He just liked meeting people. And people like to watch people like something. That's my theory. Yeah, even even if it's rough in the very first few months or maybe year, you know, it will definitely resonate, for sure. Yeah. And and that again, that's what I want you you guys, Jonathan. Like you've been doing food vlogging for quite some time, and that's probably be my next step. You know, um, for me. But the but, UN is so rich. It's so <laughs> rich in culture. Yeah, but um. I really want to do something. I mean, yeah, as well, but right. I was, yeah. yeah. Um, I asked this um, to people who have never been into that certain country. If you guys, you know, I'm going to ask you guys one by one. I'll be, I'll be in Kuala Lumpur one day. Maybe this year, maybe next mm-hmm. year. I don't know. And I guys, and I hit you guys up. Hey, I need, oh, for an, sure. I need a food experience. Okay. So, I'm gonna start with breakfast. I'm gonna ask with Saravan first. Can you top of your head, man? I don't my again, so my 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 knowledge with Malaysian food is YouTube and Malaysian <laughs> and Malaysian food here in, in the US. If if I could call it like that, that's again, that's my only thing. And I love what I'm seeing. Okay. I love roti chanai. I love the um, nasi lemak. I love all of these things that I've never tried. It's just just pleasing to my eyes. Um, um, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> inner Asian, bro. What? Is your inner Asian rising up? It's like. What was that? Uh, Chakwetel. Oh, uh, Chakwetel. Um, and all these One things. Um, <laughs> but again, I, I learned these things through just my eyes, okay? And again, I'm in Kuala Lumpur, man. Sarvan, I hit you up at 6 a.m., 7, 7 o'clock. I need some breakfast. 6 a.m.? Like 6 a.m. What a breakfast. Bre- breakfast. But if you say 6 a.m. breakfast, I'm probably going to take you to a dim sum shop. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the same answer with Emma. <laughs> Dim sum. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Dim sum with old people. Dim sum. 
I don't understand why though. Because when I think of dim sum, I think of brunch. No, I I don't know. I think for me, dim sum, I either eat it early in the morning or super late in the midnight. Really? Yes. Same app. Okay. I'm going to put like um, links to it so that people would listen to this and they would know if they're going to be in Kuala Lumpur, the, they would know where to go. So dim sum, where? Where in Kuala Lumpur, man? Yo, I mean, I usually go to the one, it's very nearby our house. John, I think you know, you know, the dim sum beside Nam Singh? Nam Singh? Yeah, it's opposite, <laughs> you know. Um, tell me the name. You tell me the name so that I can... I will... It. I, I will send the link to you okay. later. Now. All right. Okay. Yeah, so so at least <laughs> we've been, we, we've been like um, saying, spewing a lot of hate <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> and agony here. At least, you know, people are listening. <laughs> they could get some sort of value, you know, <laughs> at least like, oh, I want to go to this place. Okay. Dim sum. Uh, breakfast. Okay. Maybe give me top two, three picks. Is it shumai, haka? What, what was it? Of course, with tea. Um, oh there will be the Chinese tea. There will be definitely siu mai. You'll probably have two or three or four of those. Mm-hmm. I will also take the. They have that, uh, siu something but wrapped with bacon. I don't know what's the Chinese name. Oh, it's I don't like know what's wrapped with bacon. Yeah, it's wrapped with a strap. Yeah, it's it's like a siu mai, but it's wrapped with a bacon strap. Uh-huh. Amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we- and <laughs> now I'll, I'll probably take that too. And the the hakao. Hakao. Yeah. Hakao is my shit. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Hakao, for real. Hakao. Hakao. Yeah. <laughs> the way you say it, it's like you just had... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that oh, would be my God. Movie. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> because, again, I don't know if you guys can consider this dim sum because when I, can, when I think of dim sum in the Philippines, I always think of shomai. It's shomai and it's sweet and sour pork or fish. And then it's pork spare ribs, and then there's steamed rice and then tea. Again, that I, don't that's very Hong Kong. I don't know if that's it's very like, Hong Kong. Yeah, it's like we have steamed rice, but it's like technically like clay pot rice. And then we eat. Is it, it lo mai kai? Uh, we just call it steamed rice. Uh, I don't think it's lo mai kai. Oh, yeah, the steamed yeah, rice is I'm the sure. white rice, right? No, it's it's basically like rice with gravy with pork, shrimp, carrots. Maybe it's low mai kai lah. Probably low mai kai lah. All right. So it's in a bowl. It's in a metal bowl. Yeah, it's in a bowl. Yeah. Low mai kai. Okay. So yeah, breakfast. Okay. Uh, it's ten o'clock. I want to eat something, but not too. I want to have a good lunch, but I'm kind of a little bit hungry. You know, I've been walking around Kuala Lumpur, see, you know, like sightseeing. I know the best answer. Jonathan, man. Can you give uh, me something and like idea like I I want to eat it but I don't want to be full like I just like want to replenish my energy. Yeah, ten o'clock. Yeah, because I ate like seven. I ate dim sum at seven for some reason, which is I still think it's bizarre, but you know it. <laughs> but yeah, so ten o'clock. I'm quite hungry. You know, I've been walking around. I'm a tourist. I don't know what's going on. You know. <laughs> I I actually think if you were in KL, right. You don't necessarily need to restrict yourself to local food, mm-hmm. like yeah, uh, yeah. You don't need to eat like McDonald's, the you know? food, right? <laughs> but uh, I think for a tourist, if you are here, if, okay. So I travel quite a bit, and it varies depending on my timing. So do I have a lot of time, or do I have only like three days in KL? So if my answer is I only have three days in KL, I think you should go have nasi lemak at. Uh, What's that place called? 
It's either nasi lemak or roti canai, but nasi lemak in Kampung Baru. Okay. Right? That's because you're a tourist, right? That's because you're a mm-hmm. tourist. If you are local, and I would bring, I'll bring you to Ali for some shit nearby. <laughs> because it's cheap. <laughs> right. I would bring you nearby where I stay because I'm a local. But if you were a tourist and you had a short amount of time, you would just go have either nasi lemak in uptown, which is a uh, village park. In, it's, it's technically in Bataling but it's worth the drive. You either have Bumbong in Bataling or you would go to Kampong Baru for Nasi Lemak. However, if you don't feel like Nasi Lemak, which is quite sweet savory, and you just want savory, I highly recommend this uh, Roti Chanai place in Ampang, which is called Roti Valentine. Even Bill Clinton has been there before. Roti oh, Valentine. Because the, the suggestion... Who, oh, okay, go. Bill, this place is a fucking rundown check. <laughs> Which is fucking shop. Grimy and dirty. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. But it's phenomenal. I don't really have it. It's the month. Oh. And if you don't want to be full. Okay. That's yeah, you just mentioned roti chanai. I remember again the suggestion that they that Emma told me is to try roti chanai at three a.m. for some reason. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, three a.m. is roti telo. Is roti telo or roti chanai? Is one of those. No, no, forget, forget. It's roti telo cheese bawang. Bro. Ah, roti telo bawang cheese. <laughs> yes. Because that's what he told me. Like, I, yes. I, you know, let's imagine there's no COVID. I've been partying at Kuala Lumpur. It's 3 a.m. I'm hungry. You go to a mama. Yeah, you go, go to, to a mama. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro, that is lok lok. It's not even... No. It's not even roti chanai. Have you been clubbing? Do you dance? Do you yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you just came out of the club, right? At 3 yeah, yeah, yeah. 3 a.m. Then the answer is not roti chanai, my friend. Oh. The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, but I, I'll definitely. Everybody know. is in complete agreement in their hearts. <laughs> no, no, no. no there's two. There's two choice. It's it's either lok lok or mama. It's either one of those. Yeah, mama, mama, mama. She kept on mentioning. Okay, so nasi lemak for ten a.m. Lunch, lunch. Andrew, give me a good spot for lunch. Okay, so I'm gonna give some context before I, I, I okay. answer your question. Um, John and I, we both studied in the US for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So I have tried my fair share of Malaysian food in the US. I think there are mainly two things that I was not able to obtain in the US in Jesus. spite of how hard I was trying to find you. So one of those things is Pakute. Oh, bro. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That was my, that's going to be my suggestion yeah. for six years. You, mm-hmm. the, yeah, so this is it's it's mostly dinner, so it may not completely answer your question. You could have it for lunch, though. No one's gonna okay. arrest you for it. But, uh, you can't find it in the US, so you have to try it here. Um, something else that banana leaf rice. Yes, oh. something else that you can't find in the US is banana leaf rice, oh, uh, which may okay. or may not be a thing in Philippines. So I, I think I need to show you the context of how beautiful <laughs> banana, leaf banana leaf rice is, bro. Because uh-huh. I don't think many people would listen to the term banana leaf rice and think, wow, uh, okay, I don't think, uh, I don't know. You would, If you saw the photo, you'd be like, fuck yeah, banana leaf rice. <laughs> but I just want to come with a precautionary tale. If you eat banana leaf rice, don't expect to wake up in the next three hours. <laughs> it makes you like super, super yes. sick. <laughs> What's it? Oh my God. Oh. It's a lot of rice, a lot of vegetable, a lot of chicken, a lot of curry. Oh. You is oh. 
We have that. We have that thing. We have that thing in, in the Philippines. We eat it in banana leaf too. It's called. Um, oh. Yeah, it's called budol fight. It's bud. It's called you spell that? B-U-D-O-L. Budol and fight. Yeah, it's a. It's basically like you know these are army soldiers back then. Like there's like soldiers and they want to eat together and they want right, to eat right, it right. really fast. So they put everything. Uh, I know, but makes banana leaf rice look like a pussy, my friend. <laughs> yeah, because boodle fight is definitely like a fight. Like all the soldiers would line up together and then they eat and they just grab whatever they want. They eat it with their hands. So there's well, chicken, fish, pork, yeah, whatever it That's is. Yeah, it's a fight. Like whatever you like, w- there's no share. Like whatever you can eat, you gotta eat it. You know, that's like yeah, that's. Yeah, but that's the the Philippines. Now, snacks. Three a.m. S- sleepy. I wanna like you know. I wanna eat something, but I wanna Maybe. savor my appetite for food. Maybe something sweet, something like that. Or something fruity. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah go, go. Serve it. Ramly burger. Oh, oh. wait. 3 a.m. Ramly burger. Yeah, but it's 3 p.m. before dinner, though. Oh, it's 3 p.m. Oh, 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah before Excellent. dinner. I put my hand down. <laughs> you know what? Don't take this. I actually researched the Ramly burger because I was so intrigued by it. How it's really unique See. to... Malaysia, I, I suppose. I saw it again when I searched Ramly Burger. Again, I saw two white people eating Ramly Burger. Again, no hate, but I don't know why that's not the topic. But you know, I'm gonna send you a link on the Ramly video, and you go and check it out when you're done with this okay. podcast. Okay, okay, man. Okay, so 3 p.m. man, Jonathan. 3 p.m. Yeah, like. I, I remember. I remember the answer was like rojak. I think it was. A, I think that was. Oh, like, rojak. Yeah, rojak. Pretty yeah, yeah, rojak. Oh, okay. Rojak is what you want for the next hour. Yeah, <coughs> but you want something sweet, right? Yeah, like. Oh wait, well, I I remember this one thing. It was a dessert. Uh, indola. Uh, starts with a C. Indola, chendola. Yeah, chendol, chendol. Ah, chendol. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, for me, I think three p.m. Well, if you want, if it's a hot day. Definitely Chengdu. But if it's a cold day, I think Yao Cha Kwai with Kaya and a hot coffee. A chum. Kaya That's toast. My oh my god. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's Kaya and butter toast. Kaya and butter toast. Oh my god. Kaya, uh, no, 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 Kaya butter toast. For I'm me, just... it's Yao Cha Kwai. I don't know whether you've heard of it. It's a batter. It's a deep fried batter. And uh, people usually eat it together with soy bean, uh, like like soy uh, soy milk. Soy milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they dip it in soy milk. However, our mom has taught us to eat it with kaya, which is this rich coconut, coconut jam, which yeah. is fucking incredible. People who don't know Yao Cha Kwai and kaya basically just haven't discovered Pandora's box yet. <laughs> if you eaten Yao Cha Kwai with kaya, it will blow your fucking mind. <laughs> how good it is. And uh, I think that will go really well with a good uh, coffee. So in uh, Malaysia, we ha- we are very famous for our coffee beans because the beans here are roasted with margarine. Oh <coughs> so my god, that sounds yeah, very, so very, good! And is it creamy? Yeah, it's really creamy. It's a, it's like a roast. A very very. It's almost burnt, but like 
sour burnt and it, they add so much condensed milk to the point it's just roasty sweet. And that's, then they mix it together with cheese. And that's my, my go-to is chum. Which that is basically sounds so good, tea. man. That's just, yeah, coffee that sounds tea. so good. Yeah. But, there's another, wait, but there's another thing that, that she mentioned. It was like a pulling tea. Like, yeah, it's just tea tarik. It's just the Indian people does tea tarik. Oh, okay. Tea tarik. They say, right? Tea tarik? Tea tarik, yeah. So basically, the pulling tea is just like a show. Like the Indian people, oh. they have two metal cups. They just... <laughs> like that, you know? I need that show because we I, I've never seen that kind of show. <laughs> Some, of yeah, do do right now, <laughs> Some of those people actually do it pretty well. Like, like they can just go from behind. Yeah. Just, oh, I don't we, know how we, they don't, we don't have that, man. Like we only have Baraco coffee. These are these like dads, like big bellies, and then they eat with bread. <laughs> so they dip them. They, 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 they dip them. Hard, we have pandesal, which is like hard bread, and dip it with coffee. And that's what that's you, the how you spell that? Barako. It's a B A R A K O. Which is strong oh, coffee. I like, think yeah. that's another oh, thing that's you should try for, for tea oh, time. Tea time? I mean, yeah, if you're having tea tarot, you should also have it with Hapsing biscuit. <sighs> oh, yeah. Really? We didn't know shit, that's right, oh my that's right, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I will show it to you right now. I have it. Just teleport me to Kuala Lumpur right now, man. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, man. I will bring. If you ever come and visit KL, mm-hmm. I will be. I will. I volunteer to oh my be god. your guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, cream crackers. So, Hapsing. Hapsing. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Us, oh, man. Dinner. Sup, sup, dinner. dinner, dinner. What time is dinner? <laughs> it's a good question. Oh, like dinner, 8, eight o'clock, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. You know, um, I have like a couple of friends, you know, um, just want to have a nice... Awa Hokkien Mee, bro. Yeah. Awa Hokkien Mee, PJ. What's that? What's that? Uh, Jalan Tutu. Uh, Jalan Tutu. It's, it's called Road 222 Hokkien Mee. It's a black noodle that is basically like 50% noodle, 50% MSG at this point. <laughs> but it is incredible. <laughs> the guy cooks it with an open fire that will light the heavens. It's incredible. Oh yeah, my God. On top of that, in uh, Awa, you should order the fried chicken that is fried by uh, this lady and her son and they use a very traditional way of frying their fried chicken in a, in a way they brine it to make it a bit sour and crispy incredible the fried chicken oh my gosh fried chicken and hokkien mee is my go-to 8pm yeah. but the line is kind of long so expect to eat only at 8.45 oh. <laughs> that's alright the parking is fucking horrendous <laughs> hey if I'm gonna go to Kuala Lumpur I'm gonna do the, the whole experience man grimy and hey, I'm gonna send you the hokkien mee video as well <laughs> Okay. So okay. Context. Oh, uh, I think she mentioned like chocolatel also for that, like uh, like that that time. With... Chocolatel I think is a very morning thing. A morning. There's actually so many things you can eat for dinner. You can eat chocolatel. You can eat mama. You can eat babute. There's so much varieties of oh my gosh food for dinner. It's so difficult to say. Like if you ask me for dinner, right? I mean, if I'm just walking around, I'm gonna have some dinner. Mm-hmm. I'll probably say babute for a night. If you wanna have your some friends. 
Mm-hmm. But you can also go to Mama, eat some Maggi goreng, nasi goreng. So, uh, there's so much option I can I can. Realistically, Poye is not the type. <laughs> you know what Poye? You know what Saravanan would do at seven eight pm dinner? What? <laughs> you order. <laughs> <laughs> Sid, do you know how many times we've done this podcast and yeah. every time we do it just before dinner Saravanan will immediately ask does anybody want to order McD? does anybody want McDonald's? <laughs> that is 20% and the 20% is do you want to have dim sum no matter what time of the day dim if you're sum, out having sure. a drink with Saravanan 10pm 11pm he'll probably ask you for dim sum it's not even mama I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. Same, man. Same, yeah. same, same. Dim sum. Anytime, anytime. Three a.m. Uh, ten p.m. Give me. I'm dim sum. dead. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that same, man. Same, bro. Man. Uh, and then that. From all the things that you mentioned, again, I know some of them. I don't know some of them. We'll just link it for the people who are listening. You know, uh, so that you can probably get something out of it. <laughs> so something on this podcast, where I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the links to it. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm really intrigued with nasi lemak with the chicken. What? How do? You, how do you call it? Nasi lemak with the, the chicken with the, with the with the crispy bits. Of, oh, yeah, oh. See, we're gonna go into uncharted territory when you say this because nasi lemak, right, with the crispy, crispy stuff, mm-hmm. right, does not necessarily mean nasi lemak sometimes. Because nasi lemak requires yes. sambal. Um, yes. Sambal, which is this sweet uh, chili sauce. Sweet chili. But it's, not, it's more paste. Yeah, it's a chili yeah, it's like paste. A paste. So yeah. if it doesn't have a paste, you would call it ayam rempah, which is basically a, a, a spiced chicken. So what they do is they fry the lemongrass together with, I think, other forms of spices. I'm not so sure. Because I've done it before in the US because I was that desperate. <laughs> and it takes a lot of time to fry this specific ayam rampa. It takes a, it's it's also a nasi kukus to some, which is a, like a steamed rice in a metal cone, and then they serve it together with that chicken. But if you want the mixture, mm-hmm. I think it's probably uh, village part. Okay, oh guys, let me record this. And yeah, what was your question, man? No, is your podcast usually an hour, an hour oh. and a half then? No, uh, it's usually around 50 minutes to an hour, average. Okay. But I do have, like, yeah, the longest was like an hour 30. But yeah, that's what I have. So we're going to, we're, we're going to, like, scour across YouTube for people. And then, like, you ask them if it's cool if they join the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, that's but, fucking interesting. Mm-hmm, that's an that's interesting. Funny. Yeah, that's an interesting. Ever I'll be there. I would definitely hit up the recommendations, you know, what you guys, what you you guys have, and hopefully, for people who are listening, you get some sort of value to uh, with whatever I've been talking about, whether it's about you know the destinations you can find and the food spots in Kuala Lumpur, or maybe you thought about this Filipino baiting thing. It's a real thing, and we've recognized it, and I'm glad some foreigners actually recognized it as well and they've actually admitted it like they really went to the philippines because of the views wow yeah they i know like two 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 three people i've they literally admitted it like they went there for the views but they kind of like they fell in love with the philippines and there are still some youtubers out there like definitely milking the filipino 
pride, man. Like, oh my god, man. No shame. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. I think it's harder when you're in the US to do content for food. Because if you ask me the same questions, hey John, where would you go at 7 a.m. in San Francisco? I probably wouldn't be able to tell you where to go at 7 a.m. <laughs> because it's either IHOP or like Wendy's <laughs> or something. Right? Yeah. And then 10 a.m., I don't know, like a sandwich. But I do know a superb sandwich place in San Francisco on Arguello Street. It's called Arguello Market and they have a superb turkey cranberry avocado sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Dutch crunch bread. They scoop out the white part so it's extremely crunchy and then just pure filling inside. I mean, I can give you that, but it's just not as like street. It's not yeah, there. yeah. Like like in Vietnam or Thailand or the Philippines, you know. And Actually, I think that back there is really good bani place in uh, downtown San Francisco called Super Saigon. <laughs> Although there's <laughs> that Super Saigon is really superb, bro. It's like two bucks. <laughs> so people can definitely check it out if you're from San Francisco area. But again. From all the things that you mentioned, I'll probably be intrigued with the nasi lemak, with the Ramli burger, with the kaya toast, with the roti chanai for sure, and dim sum, 7 a.m. I, I need to research why though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, those are the things that I am intrigued in and hopefully soon, soon, hopefully, I get to be in Kuala Lumpur and I, th those are just the main highlights. This is just like a the idea of it. And if if these people from the West who come in and appreciate the culture, that's all fair game. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. But I just hope, you know, people like from Southeast Asia can also be at par with the Mark Weens and, and the food rangers and the sunnies of the world. I want to see like a Jonathan, you know, or a Sid who kind of travels and eats and does all these things and, you know, get recognized because not because, you know, not because of some sort of colonial mentality, but because they're really good. That's, that's the dream. Yeah. yeah that, you know, it's yeah. fair. It, uh, we have to recognize it's not a fair game. You know, if we treat it as a fair, if, it, if we treat it like a fair game, it's, you'll just get disappointed, you know? Apparently just Filipinos, just like white people. I don't know, you know? I think it's everywhere in Asia. Oh yeah, like I Asia, think right? Yeah. yeah. And white. Western mentality, I guess. And I and again, I, it's nothing we can do about it. We can try to definitely change perceptions that we can be at par or even better than these counterparts. Sadly, even if I think of a Filipino the like a Filipino YouTuber who would do top-notch food content. His name is Erwin Yusuf, which is he's actually Filipino French. Mm, okay, <laughs> all mix going on. <laughs> so, well, he's Filipino, but he really looks, he really looks like <laughs> doesn't look like the typical Filipino. Yeah, Erwin Yusuf. You see, like two million subscribers. You know, but because he's hot, man. Because he's hot. <laughs> he, he, he's a beautiful man. <laughs> That's for sure. Beautiful yeah. specimen. Let me have a look. Yeah. <laughs> one. one. Mm. Oh, this guy looks like a white guy. Yeah. See? A white guy. See, man? See? <laughs> and um, his, uh, his, 
his wife is a Filipino actress. Mm. So. Men looking yeah, good. But I want to see like an average, you know, Andrew Jonathan, like an average Jonathan or like, you know, like whoever like uh an Andrew, you know, from Kuala Lumpur, you doing that. And maybe that's why I definitely resonate with Mark Queens the most. Because is Mark is Mark Asian? I think he's mixed. I'm not sure. Good. Wow, his wife is fucking hot, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But bro, Irwan's wife is fucking model like dude. She looks like because she's an actress, man. Oh, actress. Yeah, actress. yeah, she's an actress. She's an actress. Yeah, she's an actress. And the and Ir- and Irwin's sister is an actress. So, of course, of course, she's so yeah. you know, yeah, of course. I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm proud. Definitely, Irwin is doing like steps beyond for Filipino food culture. But, you know, I want to see like an average Joe. I want to see a Pedro Santiago who's like from, <laughs> from whoever doing this shit as like, like what they're doing and get the same recognition. Again, I'm just salty. Uh, I recognize it, but. Well, actually, I I'm think a, in Asia, right now in Malaysia, it's, it's picking up with us. There are a lot of uh, Malaysian influencers that yeah. appeal to the Malaysian market. And because mm-hmm. we appeal to the Malaysian market, they do only watch the Malaysian influencers versus the rest of the world right now. Like, if you ask maybe Andrew and Chok and maybe Saravanan, like, do y'all actually watch white influencers? I watch Food and Angel, his videos are lovely. Is it? I love his videos. Why? Honestly, he just shows me super interesting food from China and shit. Yeah, from China, from fucking, yeah, fucking everywhere. You know, I saw a metro the other day. Holy shit! Yeah, Mid Valley. You know, he's in Malaysia now. Yeah, he drives an XLT. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! What the fuck? But I don't watch white influencers personally. Do you? Uh, Boye, do you? I watch uh, but he's uh, more of a gamer influencer. Oh, gamers. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think the market here is a bit different um, and it's shifting sure. towards the Asian yeah. influencers if you ask me. Yeah. And again, I don't have a problem with it. I just hope, you know, the, the consumers or the viewers would skew a little bit different in our side, you know. Again, that's just my just take. Us a Asian influencers yeah. a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's just my right. take of it. Obviously, there's obviously Malaysian influencers who are, you know, Filipino yeah. influencers who are for the masses. Yeah. But when it it's like the Mark Wiens. It's the world. It's not just yeah. from people from Thailand. You know, we think of um, best food ranger. I mean, the, the, the food ranger. It's not just people from Canada or from people from Malaysia. It's the world, and I want to see like it's that. The world. I want to see. I want to see like a Malaysian guy yeah. who's like get recognized, not just in Malaysia, but the world. That's the dream, and we gotta we gotta do it, man. We gotta do it. We we. Oh, no, no, quick question, right? Did you did you, did you did you watch these two Thai influencers? You know when they eat something and then they go like they slam the table. And then <laughs> no, just no, 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 <laughs> no. I gotta look for it. But uh, thank you guys, man. Thank Thanks, you, dude. thank you so much for um indulging me with your with your presence <laughs> and you know and. and and indulging me with my rants, you know, because oh, dude, know. it's a pleasure talking to you. Man. I feel like yeah. uh, you're Thank taking you. time out of your day itself is a yeah, yeah, really for sure. a momentous task. 
yeah. a lot of respect for you. <laughs> Thank you, man. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah because uh, it's because the people that I've been talk to, talking to recently, they always have like a very good story. You know, I talked to a Filipino backpacker from Vietnam. I talked to a um, uh, a singer in the Philippines who travels a lot, and I talk about their like their um, you know bar food and all that. And there's always something to tell. But when you guys I didn't really have like some sort of a discussion because I really wanted to just learn about Malaysian food and learn about you guys and and with Jonathan you are a food yeah. blogger and I I I don't know if you had the same sentiments as me so that's why I will I really, I, I don't know if you felt that way too maybe that's just me but oh, I definitely you know. do <laughs> yeah. don't worry about that we're on the same page man don't worry about it. yeah. <laughs> And hopefully I transition from being salty to, you know, being in that, like, the category of the Mark Weens of the world and eat and fun, eat for fun, you know, and eat for a living. <laughs> I actually messaged him to be in the podcast. Nothing yet. <laughs> eat will come. Eat will come. <laughs> yeah, I, I messaged um, the best food review show. I messaged Mark Weens. I messaged all these people. But, you know. They'll regret it one day. <laughs> They'll regret it one day. <laughs> Optimism. Yeah. yeah. So I hope to see you guys in Kuala Lumpur very, very soon. Okay, let's, let's we go, will, yeah, we will have a food trip. You guys can, you know, show we'll ride me. you whole day, man. But try to come after MCO. We'll have a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't travel there yet. It's, yeah, it's banned. <laughs> We're banned. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to say? Anything you want to um, promote? Yeah. Your podcast? And you want to shout out to your girlfriends or your wives or whoever? <laughs> I think for me, at least, I feel like uh, if you want to check out more deeper conversations about food, I think you should check out Six Food Cup. Thank you. I think if you want to watch uh, food reviews, you can watch Oige's, uh, Saravanan's uh, food channel okay. as well. Oh, yeah. Right? Because he, uh, Saravanan also does food reviews for a, I don't know, what's the, what's the company called? It's, uh, it's called Can Eat or Not from Focus Time. Can Eat or Not? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, if you want to support Andrew's career, I suppose we could go on Shopee. <laughs> Just buy stuff <laughs> from Shopee. Yeah, if you want to uh, have your photos or videos taken in Malaysia, I think you can check out Chop's Instagram. It's in the link in the description below. He does freelance work for videos and photos. And uh, for me, if you want to do events, I suppose you can call me up, but nobody does events during fucking COVID. Or if you want to check out my food vlog, you can check out my YouTube channel as well. But uh, it's mostly me cursing in the camera. So, <laughs> not much there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Any boys, Andrew? Anything else? No, you're good. You're good. Uh, oh, yeah. Are, uh, see, are you married? Yeah, I'm married. Last year. Oh, yeah. congratulations, oh, right. man. Yeah. So, yeah. 2020? <laughs> you got married on 2020. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Um, 2019. Oh, okay. okay. But it's technically January, you know? It's January. So I yeah, think January. Like... <laughs> right. We're all still adapting. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.